Welcome to the February. Well, we are recording February 27th. This is going to be out on March 1st, the first March version of the Zucha Wild podcast. We got a great show uh, today. More college basketball than usual. Uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, Kyle Flopapowski uh, and him getting run into on the court and that whole situation, as well as Zuch. Zuch is Michael on a little tangent today with the um, uh, the the college basketball media he will bring up. Oh yeah, they are. It, it, it's gonna yeah. Watch out, Jay Billis. But then after that, talk a little NCAA twenty five uh, and little little NCAA versus Tennessee uh, court ruling. And then as always, me matchup of the week and a high low Buffalo. Uh, special this week because of the Flipowski incident. Uh, college player and fan interactions. Any college sport, player fan interactions. Um, but yeah, let's just get into what everyone wants to hear. Kyle Flopapowski, at least what some people are saying. That's what some are saying. But I mean, I figured if you're listening to this, you've probably seen the clip. But if not, let me explain it. Uh, Wake Forest upset Duke in basketball on Saturday. And there was a court storm that happened. Now, it was they, – they did rush right away. But in the court storm, a Wake Forest student ran into Kyle Flipowski. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't want to go this whole time without – I mean, should, should I just say Philip? I think – I think, yeah. It's I think it's Kyle Filipowski. Okay, okay. Because I was saying Flopapowski because that's the other part of the story. So a Wake Forest fan ran into – Kyle Filipowski. Um, upon further, like another camera angle, showed that did he push the fan? Did he purposely do it? Maybe I'm not going to say that. I don't think he did. Um, but yeah, it opened up a can of worms onto whether court storming should be allowed. Uh, Zooch, I'll let you take it. I mean, I you I think differ than Jay Billis in your opinion on this. Okay, here's my thing with college basketball. There is no other sport that, for example, say we were both still going to Boise State, right? And, like, we played Air Force tonight, but let's say it was San Diego State and they were number seven. It's a Tuesday night. It's a 9 o'clock. There is no other sport, not the NF, no pro sport for sure, and not even college football with the exception of Maction, which no team has ever ranked in that that on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, you can get a top 10 team coming into your building. It gives you an excuse to go out to like the bar or whatever you want to do, drink some, go after on a Tuesday night, celebrate till one in the two or two in the morning, specifically as like a freshman or sophomore where your Wednesday class is a psychology 101 class that you can skip. Cause you Especially have a, if you have an arena on campus too, like that. I remember arena. I have a, like, we didn't end up winning this, but my freshman year at Boise State, number, I think, eight, Nevada came when they still had Musselman. And that was, like, insane that day on campus. We ended up losing, but I I don't know. Like, I, I think someone – there's two sides to this story and – or two opinions. And I think we need to meet somewhere in the middle. Because you on one side, you have Jay Billis, who I think – has never had a day of fun in his whole life. I think he just eats ch cheese and sniffs his own farts all day. Honestly, after that, like if it, Jay Billis is a ESPN college basketball announcer and what, what was the quote? He, he said, if you want to stop court stormings, 
just have everyone who storms the next court either get arrested or get get a citation. It's like yeah, he's gonna like hold them there. Seriously. Also, yeah. I'm gonna sit there and say if uh Mav security, which is like the security people at Boise State or was until they went full WWE on students yes. for trying to rush the court. Yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> a couple like was that last oh. it was either last year or the year before, but they were like, throwing ago. people down. If it is a thing that I'm gonna get a citation and the other like route out of that is leave. I'm not letting a map event security guy stop me from leaving. Like yeah. I'll get my friends on there with and be like, no, we're leaving. You can try to tackle us all. That's fine. Like I'm not, it's just, you don't like college basketball is big. Yes. But the college basketball is big because of the NCAA tournament. And one thing kids look forward to is, you know, Wake Forest never beats Duke. So if, I understand, like, you don't want people getting hurt, even though he flopped, and no one wants to say it, but Caitlin Clark so you, flopped, so too. You think, so you think he flopped? Yes, I think he, he I think he stuck his foot out the trip that kid. And the so kid behind him, yes, did kind of push him. But. Oh, my gosh. There was someone on ESPN get up today. Is it Chris Cantley who's in ESPN? I believe so, yeah. So Chris Cantley, I think, had a great opinion. And I think it's the opinion that – or it's the on, – on the Filipowski side of it, the opinion I agree on the most – and it was, I don't think he stuck it out. I don't think he flopped. I think he knew in a sense, like if if you watch Jared McCain, he sprints off the court. Right. And Kyle Filipowski, for whatever reason, and, and, and look, he should not have got run into it. If he didn't stick out, that is not his fault. But at some point it stinks, but you got to be the bigger person. Like right. it sucks because like, you know, he was like trying to walk off and be probably knowing like, oh man, like there's people all around me. I'm looking to get angry because I'm emotional and I don't want to deal with this. It sucks, man. Like losing sucks. And it also, sucks also having to be the bigger person to walk away from probably some 19 year old frat douche who's like screaming in your face. Like, yeah, of course that sucks. Like, but well, it doesn't it, it help with either. An athlete. Right. And it doesn't help either that it's, and I don't hate Duke like everyone else does. Like, I mean, I'm I don't like or hate them. They're like I miss Coach normally, K. What would he would have done? What would have Coach K done in this situation? Right. Like normally I think their villain guys are like kind of funny that everyone hates him so much. But as a Duke player where the Cameron Crazies are three centimeters away from the opposing bench, you cannot yeah. complain. Like I understand you don't want people getting hurt. And yeah, they're every once in a while people is gonna take it too far. But what, because of two incidents and however many court stormings there are a year, you're going to, like, take away one of the best parts about going to college. Like, the th- the whole wait 30 seconds thing, that to me ruined it. Like, I don't want to sit there for 30 no, seconds yeah. and be if like, you're gonna all right, do it, you let's go. The, the way to do it, and I think the way it's probably going to have to be done forward, because I don't think court storming is going to get banned or outlawed. Because I think it pisses off college's main customer, which people forget is the students. Like that is like college sports isn't about the the Jay Billises. It isn't about the coaches. It isn't about us talking about it. It's about the students, the student athletes, and the students who want to have fun. So how do you protect the student athlete and the students who want to have fun? You protect the student athlete by doing what Creighton did and roping off that section to make sure that there is a area. And I think Boise did that after the WWE incident. They also yes. implemented that strategy where you rope off the egg exit so that the opposing team can end, 
exit. Now, of course, there might be players on other sides of the court. Maybe it's not the perfect strategy, but that is the best strategy. You can also kind of funnel kids to make sure they're only rushing in one specific area. Yes, it's a slower tunnel or a tr trickle out onto the court, but it's just there has to be a happy medium somewhere because I don't well, think also... banning, court banning, like, like it, it's the same thing with like ban underage drinking at football games and basketball games. Anyone who's been to a college basketball game, a football game, know that's not the case. Right. Like you can't just ban something and expect it to stop. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, and it, you have, if you really want to right, get some cops, police officers, security guys, whatever you want, and basically have them go to that part of the student section and be like, Hey, it's looking like you guys might be able to storm when you do it. Please don't like. I mean, I, and I know not exactly. everyone's going to listen to it because you're going to have like drunk idiots. That's going to be at anything. But I mean, a perfect example when Tennessee beat Alabama a couple years ago, and way more people came onto that field, which is way bigger and a much bigger. Jermaine win. Burton hit someone. It was, it was, yeah, that, like, that's the one where Burton. I believe you know, so. We, yeah, we talked about that during football season that this was coming. We. Because we, we were talking about this court storm, field storm phenomenon, and we were like, this is going to come to a blow. But because I think you're right, the football field is too big and there's too much going on that it's hard to see stuff. And basketball is a little more in your face, especially yeah. because, look, Jermaine Burton's a, a great player, but it's a wide receiver that most of America doesn't like know. Right. Caitlin Clark and Duke basketball is a completely different, different scenario. Right, and you don't have to. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, I would almost, if I was <clears throat> the opposing coach, if I was John Shire, right, I would almost say before the game, like, hey, just in case, like, you guys end up winning, I know people are probably, like, it's a big game. I know a court storm's probably going to happen if you guys win. If we don't come and shake hands, it's not uh, like we're being a, sore loser or anything like that i just want to get the guys off the court make sure yeah not like nothing happens one of my players gets suspended because he hits someone or someone shoves him and it gets out of control like you don't have to always go to the middle of the field or shake hands uh, on the uh sidelines of a i don't even know what you'd call it i guess like the inbounding part of a uh baseline basketball court yeah the baseline just say like you know, go after, go after, after it cools down a little bit, be like, hey, get, like it's, you don't get rid of it. And that's it my like issue every, with unpre Unprepared, sorry to interrupt you, but unprepared was the word. I think everyone was unprepared. I think Duke was unprepared. Like you said, like you're Duke, like you have to know, like get the hell off the court. Wake Forest security, unprepared. You have to know. Like that students were foaming at the mouth to get down. You don't get on the court that quick with being in your seats. They were right on the baseline. And Kyle Filipowski, you have to be more prepared. It sucks because you have to be the bigger person. Like, like I, I totally get it. If, if I was in Kyle Filipowski's shoes, I'd be pissed off too. And, and I'd probably be like, oh, I hope someone tries me. Like with the attitude. Right. But dude, like you have to realize your spot in your valuableness to the team that's hoping to make a national championship push. Like they can't risk you. Like you can be laughing at all those suckers from wake forest when you're in the final four. That's what I would tell. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to, to me, college basketball is special in a way that no other sport is like, I don't know. For example, like say 
Central Michigan. I have no idea what their record is. No idea if they're good or bad. Say they make the NCAA tournament as a 13 seed or whatever they would normally be ranked as a max school. There's no other sport that if they're a 13 seed, they're playing the four in Denver or Salt Lake, wherever the first round of games are this year, that you have the opportunity as a student or alumni to go to that game and like possibly, like, I guess maybe with the college football playoff now, but like normal college football is, Oh yeah. We like, cool. We made it to the uh, cotton bowl. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing like to me, these analysts and stuff that act so high and mighty about college basketball, like stop acting like you have the perfect sport. Okay. Rick Pitino turned the other eye when prostitutes were getting hired and and he's like your poster boy all over ESPN and CBS. Also, what the hell was he wearing on Saturday? White suit. I do uh, love the white what, suit. What, no, I don't like the white <laughs> suit. That guy looks like he is gonna. He's renewing his vows in Maui. That's what he looks like he's gonna do. <laughs> and and his wife's mad at him because he showed up buzzed. Yeah. That's what he looks like. So yeah, it's but, just like I don't get these, and they all like most of them. You know, they like look down on anyone who wants to take the, like they look down on like Mark Titus for being like, or the, uh, what was it? It was Titus and Tate. I can't think of the other guys for He's at Barstool now, Mark Titus, but he used to have the show with the Tate guy. And they were like, you know, younger guys covering college basketball that like the, what student, like they look at it as like, yeah, you act differently normally. Like, yeah. College basketball is funny. These guys, like half these guys, objectively suck. Like they will never make professional basketball. It's right. like it can get brutal at times to watch. And I think, and I think it goes back to the basketball purist mindset that you're kind of talking about. Because when you say like, I love college basketball. I like watching it more than the NBA. But I watch college basketball sometimes because it sucks. Because it's 18 right. and 19-year-olds messing up. And if you call them out on it, you'll just go, well, they actually just run systems. You know, like, that's what, like, college basketball people will say. It's like, well, they actually play defense and run systems. Right. It's like, and it's- what if, like, it's just, like, a funny game that 24-year-olds who can play 18-year-olds who, like, 24-year-olds who will never play basketball after the year will play a future NBA All-Star. Like, like that's right. insane. Well, I mean, a perfect example is look at the Final Four last year. You had San Diego State, you had FAU, you had UConn, and who, who did UConn be? Miami. Always oh, have forgotten Miami. NILU. Okay. <laughs> so there is seriously probably not a single person on San Diego State, Miami, or FAU that will ever be in the NBA. So you don't. Ladi. Like, uh, I, I might be is really good. Yeah, Ladi. I might say Ladi. I'm on the Ladi yeah. train. All aboard the Ladi. <laughs> dee, dee. So, dee, unless you're, dee. Uh, unless you're <laughs> a fan of one of those teams, you're never like you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember the year. You know, San Diego State hit the buzzer beater against FAU to go to the national title. But you don't get that in any other. There's no run like that in any other sport where it's like, all right, like, cool, we're a you know we're a 12 seed, and what is it? I guess. Two or three weeks later, you're like, holy crap, we're in the final four. We're playing mm-hmm. UConn. Like, I know that they're probably better than us, but we've been on this insane run where we beat Alabama or we beat, you know, if we were nine, like, we're Northern Iowa, we beat Kansas. Like, you don't get that 
in any other sport. And to me, these guys like Jay Billis and Jeff Goodman with the freak out over. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Seth Davis had a freak out. Yes. But, and they all just act like these pompous, like arrogant, no other word for them, douchebags. That's what they act. It makes you not even like, I don't even want to follow them because I'm like, you guys just act like nobody can question what you say over a sport. It is up there with college football in terms of like dirty money. Like that's what it yeah. is. I'm sorry. Like there's dirty money, like unpredictability. And honestly, probably more unpredictable than college football at times with the way that the tournament schedules are structured. But I, 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 I want to see one more court storm this year. We only, we only got a couple more weeks, but I really hope there's like one more court storm so that like, we can like relive this also Twitter fired at the last thing I'll say was Twitter was cooking up again. I saw, so Delta state (laughs) won their first game of the year and like the 30 student section and like great for Delta state and like the 30 students who are at the game. And I shit you not, it's like 30, they stormed the court and like, everyone's going crazy. And someone replied with the video of JBL saying, you're going to jail for John Cena. And they have a warrant for arrest. And the caption was, Jay Billis is flying to like, is immediately going to Delta State or like his reaction. Did you see the one of Mississippi Valley State with the announcers? Or they were like just in pure, they're like, shout out the swack. Shout out coach. Oh, no, it it was Mississippi Valley State. It wasn't Delta State. (laughs) Corrected. It was Mississippi Valley State. Yeah. They're like, shout out the swack. And one way it makes college funny. Like, One win SWAC team is storming the court. Uh, that's awesome. Well, I, I I wish I could play with SWAC teams on NCAA 25. And this is a little bit old news, but since our last episode, the uh, new NCAA reveal trailer uh, was released, and we didn't get a lot of gameplay, but uh, we saw renderings, and we finally got a release. It confirmed a release date. And I don't know about you, but there was a I, I took a big deep breath because there was part of me that was like, yeah, this is not coming out for another two years. I didn't. They they, they confirm like an act. I saw they said in what, July, July. And then they're going to have a gameplay trailer released in May. Or OK, I thought they'd maybe come out with like an exact date in July. No, I mean, they're still fudging stuff. I mean, it was just <clears throat> renderings, but I'm looking forward to play. Um, the, the one thing I've Boise state Twitter I've seen taken over is, did you know that the uh, only team that was in the last game? That's not in this one is Idaho. Ha 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 ha. It's like sick, but why don't, but I, I am excited to play for, uh, like play Boise state. I'm excited to play in like weird stadiums. Like I want to play on Eastern Michigan's turf. Like this, this game gets me excited. I already said, I have to buy a PS five now. I don't have a yeah, PS five. No. I'm going to have to finance a PS five to just to play this game so the best part about and it's going to be weird because obviously we're not in college anymore but the last year of ncaa came out my freshman year of college and there is nothing better honestly than and that's what i mean like it goes back to like college is like no other time in your life so let college kids be stupid but there's nothing better than like going to a party on like a friday night you have a game the next day and you get home at like two or three in the morning. You throw something in, or, like rev that bad boy up. <laughs> you rev that bad boy up, and you're eating like Dino Nuggets or like <laughs> yeah. taco. And you're like, all right, like you're like legitimately about to pass out because you drink too much. And you're like, all right, I'm gonna take uh, Eastern Michigan, and then whoever you're playing against will take like 
who I I don't even know. North Texas. Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> and you play that. And like it's just like the whole thing is like funny because it's like a dorm room and all that's like in your on like your table in the dorm room is like bottles of like Powerade, a copy it's, of it's, NCAA. It's, it's at the, the classic. Time, like it's 14. the classic. Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's what so makes I got NCAA question. fun. So I got a question. Besides Boise State. And since you're an Ole Miss fan, I'll take out Ole Miss too. What's who's the player in the team that you're most excited to play in this in this game? Ooh, player in the team can't can't do any player from Boise, can't do any player from Ole Miss, can't do Boise or Ole Miss. Honestly, I'm trying to think of a player that I would really really like to use going into next year. Well, how about a team? I always like using like Hawaii or like Texas Tech. Some team that's gonna like their whole playbook. Air it just, out. Yeah, air it out plays, and you can throw on like eight minute quarters and just be like, all right, well here I go. I'm gonna throw it 72 times. Yeah. I like using all the teams. Like it's it'll be I, like Auburn I, will be kind of fun. Honestly, I with have their to. offense. You have I two. cannot wait to run the triple option. Yeah, that one's I fine. cannot wait to use the, those bumpers and just run. Because you already know there's, there's going to be someone who just, like, perfects the triple option. It's going to be like – because I know in Madden, there's some people who they only run the ball because they're so good at running. There's mm-hmm. going to be those triple option people in this NCAA game. And then player-wise, got to get to my boy, Miller Moss. Miller Moss just seems like – I feel like Miller Moss, he's going to be so slow. You're not going to be able to run with him, but he's going to have, like, a 99 overall, like, intermediate and short game. And that's that's how I play these kind of games. I just dink and dunk, drag, tight end drag, curl flats, PA waggle, the digs, like the yeah, overs. Love, like, the what is it? The PA fly stretch where you have like the PA slot. fly stretch. The tight end comes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's PA, one that you're like. PA fly he's stretch. Always your PA, first look. PA rollout. That's another great one. Um, my favorite. Oh, like there's just so much stuff to look forward to. And we're finally going to get that. I think social media is also going to play a big hand because you're going to have players who are going to be like, I'm playing with myself and players like, it's just going to create a whole buzz. And more than ever, I think kind of like sports gambling is going to just make more people college football fans. Like it, it really will. Because yeah. there's going to be tired of Madden too, but Matt, I mean, I get the hate on Madden, but there's not a lot you can really change in Madden and NCAA has always kind of been where you can, you know, if you're going to be like you do the dynasty or whatever. That's you can what be, people like NCAA is. The, is yeah, dynasty. you can go to like a random team and be like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, the offensive coordinator for this team and then randomly leave, you know, Ohio State to go to Maryland. Like it, it's just different. So, no, I'm, I'm excited. And there's going to be, I already know people who don't watch college football that are going to buy the game and they're going to fall in love with it, which is, which is awesome. Uh, play with Tennessee, maybe? Or, is, or are you thinking about playing um, as University of Tennessee in the They're fun team game? Take. Maybe Nico Alamieleva. Is that how you pronounce his last name? We'll get I it think. right before next season. That was my first time saying it on camera. He's a beast. Watch out for Nico. I am a, I'm not going to even try because it's the first time <laughs> I pronounce it. I want to pronounce it correctly. Because I don't, I hate getting people's names wrong. Like you asked me, like Flipowski at the beginning of the show, but yeah, the NCAA last week uh, lost their court ruling to Tennessee, um, essentially ruling the NCAA powerless 
over NIL res restrictions. This just it's it's gonna open a can of worms. In yeah. in good, bad, whatever, it's just a can of worms. I think I read somewhere that in two states now, I don't know what the two states are, like college, like high school kids can be directly talked to about NIL, like from the school. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, uh, that's the road they went down, so now they gotta deal it's, with it. It's yeah, it they they could have put a system in they could have owned up and released half their power ten years ago and still had that power today. But they want the NCA wanted to write a power trip, and now they're going to go down a rabbit hole where each one of these states are going to go. Wait, the NCAA can't punish us. I think this is just a. I don't know if because the March Madness is such a machine, right? March Madness is such a machine that I think that's like the last power like bullet that the NCAA yeah. has. I think I think this is my prediction. I think football is going to end up like semi breaking off from the NCAA we're like they're going to allow the NCAA to like make the money essentially like the NCAA is going to work for college football not college right. football is going to work for NCAA like, NCAA is going to make like the scheduling the officials the conferences all of that but then the NCAA is not going to be able to be like oh you got in trouble it's going to be like nope that's going to be like a new governing body of football yeah it's what I no, think. They're not. Happen. They're the template's done with football. It, it'll last a few more years, but I don't know. I think we talked about it last week. We, we, we talked about it last week. We got to get, and it sucks because it's everyone's going to have to admit that it's no longer amateur athletes. But if if you people complaining about the transfer portal, do you, you, you want to complain about the, the transfer portal or NIL? Because I have a way that it'll get rid of the transfer portal if you don't like that. If you don't like players flip flopping, these contracts, you just like yeah. sign them to NIL contracts and say, if you leave, you void this money and or you will owe us this money. So whatever deal you get at your new school, you have to give us that money, but like this X amount of that money, just like you, how you would have had to buy out your way of any other contracts. Right. And it's going to make it dirty because there's going to be people, 18 year olds who, <laughs> it's a common theme in this episode. College kids are stupid. Like, there's going to be some, like, I don't know. It's, I think Big Cat says it best. I mean, we we mentioned other podcasters. Please give them a listen. They are very good at what they do as well. Um, but Big Cat talks and he's like, he just wants to get to the end game. Like, where's just the end? Can we just get to the end now? Because right now we feel like we're in the, this waiting period. We're just yeah. waiting for, whatever the end is going to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's this right now, it's not working because you have, I mean, what, 2,000 people in the transfer portal? Like Every, it's, every season. And it's, it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger unless like your players are locked into something. I, I think you, you you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like right. I think, and that's, I know it sounds, I, I'm not a college athlete, so like take that with a grain of salt. But I think if you take a sum of money from school, that school has the right to be like, you cannot go anywhere for like three years. Right. And like, it's also your decision to be like, well, I don't want to go to your school then. But then I think there just needs to be something like, so is there like a one year contracts, like two year contracts? It's just going to become pros. 
like one year you, you could sign a one-year nil you could sign a two-year nil three-year nil four four-year nil and the numbers like you, you get more money with the four-year but you cannot transfer till your graduate right year. so i don't know it'll be interesting to see but tennessee you just started the ball rolling all right well it is now time for the me matchup of the week college basketball did i go first last weekend or did you go first? i believe two, two i believe ago. i believe i went first last time all right then i will give my meme matchup of the week and it's actually this is actually a solid matchup but it's a meme matchup not because i think it's funny just because there's a lot of little quirks i like in in it and it's gonzaga versus usf and really i think this is Oh, yeah, San Francisco. Okay, I, I was thinking South Florida. South San... Florida. Yeah, I, I have to make that clear. San Francisco, the University of San Francisco, home of Bill Russell. That's where he went. But this game's going to be played at the Chase Center. I didn't know this. <laughs> Usually, USF plays in their like old, like very old school, like beautiful, but it's old and it's small gym on campus. But they're playing in the Warrior Stadium, probably for good reasons. Gonzaga brings a good show to town. But this is a great game. Uh, you have Mark had a few. And on, honestly, like I, I was just blown away that I'm so interested to see how much of the Chase Center they're actually going to fill this up. Because it is on a Thursday night. So as you people will be listening to this, uh, the Settle Down fan base, you, you can watch this tonight if you're listening to it on, on a Thursday. I, I don't know what channel this is on. It's probably ESPN because it's uh, WCC. I, do you think they even fill up a third of the Chase Center? How good is, said for, is San Francisco good this year again? They're pretty solid. It, I mean, it's looking that they're going to have to win the WCC tournament to get in, but they've played a lot of good teams close. They've played St. Mary's close. They played BSU close. I think they played Gonzaga close to their first meeting. Don't take my word for that. But they, they've looked good. They got that one Mongolian guy or whatever. It's like kind of a ball hog, but he's pretty good. He's kind of wet. So, yeah, that's my me matchup of the week. Well, mine... We're going all the way to the other side of the country, and I'm going the Maine Black Bears versus the Bimington Bearcats. There's a school called Bimington? <laughs> yep. I believe – let's see. I believe they're in New Jersey. Maybe it's New York. I, I, I think you're, you're making up fake names. The, the Bimington. Right. They are in New York, the Bimington Bobcats. Bimington Bobcats. No way. Sorry, I'm just looking up famous alumni from that school. It is in, I guess, Bimington, New York. I don't know where that is in New York, but. William Baldwin went there? Really? Tony Kornheiser from, <laughs> pardon the interruption, <laughs> went there? <laughs> what the heck? What is this random school? Oh, the last time they played. Oh my uh, gosh, Carl. This must be like some small private school. Carl Ravitch from oh. baseball tonight. So the last time these two played, Bimington pulled one out 51 to 50. It was a barn burner. 51 to 50, yeah. Maine shot 16 of 46 and Bimington shot 22 of 50. <laughs> I love that. What uh, what conference are they in? In the American East, who Vermont is. I love 13 that. Thirteen and one, and right now. 
I feel like Vermont's just a perma 14 seed in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> perma 14 seed. And Remember there one that I always... Ago? Yeah, they're like, oh, th- this Vermont's supposed to be good, and then they lose by, like, 11 to Baylor. <laughs> yeah. Every single... Because they made it... Let's see here. They made it a couple years ago, right? In 2021, 22? Yeah, they, they, they made it since... That year. I've really started the fall. Oh, yeah, okay. They made it that year, and they lost to Arkansas by four. <laughs> they were 13 seed, too. That was a muscle man. Oh, my gosh. Was that... The the must bus where your shirt wasn't supposed to come, you you got the must bus shirt. So for you, Zooch bought an Eric Musselman must bus shirt, but it was scheduled to come a few days after the start of the tournament, and he he was stressing over oh, <laughs> yeah. Arkansas losing before the must bus shirt could be worn. Do do you still own the must bus shirt? I do own the must bus shirt. It's a little worn now because I've worn it a lot, you know to go down to the river or it's a def it's a definitely like summer shirt like it's we'll, red. we'll have it to show the people we'll have to show the people on camera at least the must bus I, shirt i should be able to in terms find of it marsh madness no worries no worries we'll get we'll leave them we'll leave them wanting and asking for more about our conference tournaments breakdown all right well well now i want to see them okay we'll wait to see the must bus shirt but the must bus shirt is coming we will see the must bus shirt in a few weeks I'm so excited all right well let's get the high low buffalo and the show off uh college player and fan interactions so it's kind of a vague you, this could be any interaction and what is it high why is it high why is it low why is it a buffalo the only criteria was that it has to be college sports so sorry malice at the palace fanatics uh you will not be seeing um any and anything like that or Steve Bartman says college players only. Um, sh- should I go first with my high? Yeah, go ahead. So my high is it's probably one of the most iconic moments in college football history, and it's the band is out on the field, and it's hilarious. It's the 1982 Cal versus Stanford, the big game, um, and the band runs out on the field, and the car by the call by the radio call by Joe Starkey is crazy. The band is out on the field. His voice is squeaking. And the cow player like smashes into the Stanford, I think was it trombone player, tuba player, who now has made like a career being like a legend on campus because he's a loser who has no spatial awareness. But that is the best, in my opinion. Like it is a the running, scoring a touchdown, the entire band's on the field. And I know speaking of players having spatial awareness, that cow player definitely could have avoided it he saw yeah. that bad player and was like well i can't get penalized because they're on the field during the play boom <laughs> just trucks them that one i love that's a, that used to be in ncaa it was one of the things you could like yeah memorable moments that, that you took me like to an do. hour to get that literally took, took me an hour yeah. to get <laughs> it took forever it was, it was extremely extremely hard so my high has got to be when Aaron Hernandez slapped somebody deaf and then proceeded to possibly murder somebody. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! And is that a high? Is that a high? we went totally different? Like I said, this was vague. So is that high? Just in terms of like, almost like the most like what the what the f yeah. R rated like Scorsese film kind of football scenario is this? That, that is a 
epitome of the Urban Meyer experience right there is the heart problem started shortly after that when his players were yeah. slapping people deaf and quite possibly murdering another that is person. insane. And and Urban knew about it, but he was like, oh, you know, this what it is, doing his whole Urban He shit. gave him a seat at the, uh, what do they call the high table? <laughs> yeah, the high table, which is a.k.a. like the bully freshman table or right. if you are going to the NFL table. Yeah, All exactly. Right. So my low is um, a low because it's like kind of brutal for both ways, but it's when Marcus Smart shoved the fan in the stands in the Oklahoma State basketball game. Yep, I remember and it's, that it's, one. It's, it's my low because on the surface, it's kind of funny. But then when you dig deeper, it's like, why is like Marcus Smart like even going that far in and shoving a fan? But then also apparently the fan possibly, this is not proven, it's just what Marcus Smart has said, said something racist to Marcus Smart. And the fan says he just called Marcus Smart a piece of crap. I, I, I read the story today to make sure all these facts were right, the ESPN. So that's my low. Because I just remember being like so wild. Like, I remember that being the first time in college ball I had seen like a player. like Because it, it, it was like 10 rows up, I, I feel like. And like, cause yeah, he like he, ran up, and then and then like the, you see the guy like point at him, and then like it wasn't like a malice at the palace like brawl or punch or anything. He just kind of goes like boom, and like he just gives him like like a like an offensive lineman like shove like that. Yeah, that one was. I mean, that was kind of at the beginning of I feel like when college sports really st- like he started getting you know more like streaming ESPN deals. Yeah, ESPN deals. Twitter was getting a little bit bigger, so like stuff went. Stuff started going viral, I guess, would be the word for it. Yeah. And that was actually my low as well. Really? I thought I was going to be, like, obscure and stuff doing that. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> some of them are hard to, like, think about. It is a low. Like, no, because it was it was the only one where I, like, like, got, and I was like, I'm not laughing as hard because it's kind of like a terrible situation all the way around. Right. Because if he did say something racist, that's terrible. And even if he did it, he still called him a piece of crap. And even if, like, he said, like, hey, boo you, like, Marcus Smart lost to school for no reason. Like, there's, right. there's all three possible scenarios just, like, aren't cool. The, 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 yeah, the one that's the least not cool is, I think, you piece of crap. Bam. That's the only <laughs> one where I think there's a shrivel of it being, like, a little funny. Both of the other ones, not funny at all. But uh, so b- before I give my Buffalo, I have to bring my honorable mention first because I think my Buffalo is going to knock it out of the park. So my okay. honorable mention, and th- this could go for high, low, or Buffalo, was the fake ref in the UCLA-Arizona game that caused the brawl <laughs> in like 2010 or 13. <laughs> he runs out with the shorts and picks up the ball, and then a brawl ensues on the football field. Versus UCLA and Arizona. So that one was <laughs> mine. Also, my low. Do you want me to do my low first? Because it involves a Pac-12, and it was just well, like absurdly funny to me. Your like, Buffalo, yeah, like, go for it. You, you give your Buffalo because I think my Buffalo is gonna knock it out of the park. So I, I, my, I think I think it's my best Buffalo since we've been doing the show. So mine was, and it was a game that nobody cared about. 
like I don't even know if it was it was I think it was on the Pac-12 network. It was this year, and I saw a thing on Twitter about it, and I just like immediately started dying laughing at the photo. It was the student protesters at the Cal game, this year. <laughs> and the picture was just all these people sitting around the middle of the field, and the Cal kicker just like trying to warm up. Like, come on, bro. You know, like, I was doing this right now. The, the last Cal game I went to, there was also student protesters, but they didn't do it on the field. They like climbed like there's there's always a protest at a cal game it's part of the cal experience honestly if you don't go to a if, if you go to a cal game and there's not either a group of protesters directly outside or during the game you did not get your money's worth but that's a that is a good one because i remember who are they playing because i do remember it was just like that awkward they're just kind of like standing there i think it was like ucla or was it us it was usc usc yeah yes i remember that and they got delayed i do remember that now <laughs> But my Buffalo, and oh, I, I may have hyped this up, but this, I think this is too funny, is Dak Prescott getting knocked out in Panama City Beach on spring break. It happened. <laughs> it That's happened. my Buffalo. People say he hasn't been the same. People say he hasn't been the same. Now, Zooch, being from Panama City Beach, what do you th- or around the closer to that area? What do you think Dak did to warrant that that kind of aggressive response? You what you basically had is so if you ever go to the at least the panhandle part of Florida, right? Or if you go to Orange Beach in Alabama, that general area, you get a lot of drunk college kids going there for spring break because it's not too expensive. You can get you know a hotel on the beach, or you can get a bunch of buddies and rent an Airbnb, condo, beach house, whatever it might be, but. You also have the 40 to 60 age reign, like dads who will show up in like the guy Harvey, like fishing button up shirt, khakis, boat shoes, sunglasses with the little like wire that goes on the back of them that (laughs) they get a little bit too drunk and are trying to pretend that they're, you know, 20 years old still and that's that's when when the altercations happen i feel like there's a lot of people in their 30s and 40s who are thinking they're in college drinking like they're in college yeah and poor dak you know i'm not a fan of dak the player but i don't want to see anyone get knocked out in panama city beach florida on camera and that video is on youtube if you look up dak prescott knocked out spring break i don't want it like that's that's terrible but it does make for a funny buffalo Another because funny one. And it, of all the places you could have got knocked out in, Panama City Beach, Florida. Yeah, I, it's, I, I, <laughs> it's very white trash there. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Another funny one, and it technically wasn't a player, is the picture of Lane Kiffin holding up the golf ball. Yep. <laughs> the yeah. Tennessee game. And there's the oh, mustard on the ground. And Yep. <laughs> oh, that's a funny one. There was one more... That I was thinking, oh my God, what was it? I did, maybe I'm just making this up. No, it, and then I just started like getting into it was just like fan reactions, but I guess they weren't interactions because I was trying to find like moments, but it's just a ton of fan reactions. The 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 OG surrender Cobra from like the Michigan guy after the yeah. punt. Um, I I almost did uh kind of player adjacent, but uh AJ McCarron's girlfriend and mom getting vocally assaulted by Brett Musburger during oh, the yeah. national championship game. <laughs> that was good. To... That is brushed under the rug and it usually surfaces 
I try to with this podcast try to service it as much as we can because during football season, I think we mentioned it like four or five times, but it only comes up like once or twice a year on the national circuit. That needs to be talked about way more. That does the Virginia. <laughs> do you remember the Virginia fan who like laid over their like they have like the little brick thing for the student section, like the rafter, and when Notre Dame beat them on like a hail mary, the <laughs> yeah. Virginia fan who was like, I still laid over. Watching- it. Yeah. That is so funny. I, I still remember watching live the Wazoo fan munching down on kettle corn in the pouring rain. I was watching that was a Wazoo Stanford game in like 2012. But yeah, uh, there's some. There's a lot of fan. I, I'm, I'm hoping to get more this year, more interactions this year. Speaking of fan interactions, and I'll end on this. I want Prudential Center investigated for what they've done to Frank the Tank. <laughs> they had Frank the Tank speechless. Because he was so sad, it. They said they're gonna. He's saying that they are planning to jump him. Yeah. So the the Prudential Center is not doing their due. There, there was a group. It, it seems like the section that's near Frank has become quite hostile. Now we we don't know the reasons, or maybe these guys were single ticket buyers, but they were quite hostile towards Frank, and the Prudential Center was a bystander. You know, I I I, I got bully lessons in like elementary school and a, a bystander is just as worse as the bully right. so the prudential center not making a claim or helping frank is them making a claim and a stance so yeah, yeah he loves need... he loves the devils he and he was truly just almost he barely could get the words out he was so sad and i want an investigation because he's right lindy ruff has not won a Stanley Cup since like 1999 and is on like his 15 since then because the NHL loves to cycle coaches. The NHL so. does love to cycle coaches. And if you love NHL, check out the good old hockey pass boys, Gally and Sean. They do a great job. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, just a heads up, there will be a Zujan Wild Settle Down Bracket Challenge. It will be free to enter and you can win a $50 Amazon gift card. All you need to do is enter. We'll have more details later. But it's just going to be an ESPN bracket challenge. We'll have some sort of sign up, Google Forms, and you just have to follow us on Instagram. Those are the only three requirements. Um, we'll be back uh, recording a show in two weeks for our conference championship previews. Can you believe that? Conference championship previews? No, it's, I'm excited. I'll be conference, there. Conference championship previews, as well as during March Madness, having weekly maybe shorter episodes, but making sure we'll giving those weekly updates uh, every week during the March Madness tournament and post tournament. Maybe, maybe there'll be some interviews. A little birdie told me post tournament, there might be some interviews. So stay tuned to that. But right now we are focused on March Madness. And uh, I can't wait. There will be memes. We all remember the Northwestern kid and the flute player. Oh, that'll be, that'll be our next Hilo Buffalo. Remind me, notes it. That'll be our next one. High low buffalo of March Madness memes. But uh, Zooch, anything else? I don't think so. I think we're all set. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.